Blog Talk Radio.
Good morning, good morning, good morning. My, 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 2023 is really, really, really reminding us about time and how many of us may declare that we have plenty of time for this or that, but we're already in the seventh month of 2023, which means that we're more than halfway through this year already. So I'm going to turn the program over to Minister Sylvia so she can pray for us, uh, pray for Minister Margo, pray for the various people that are sick and shut in, et cetera, et cetera, and whatever God gives her to pray. Minister Sylvia, are you ready for prayer? Yes, I am. Father God, we come to you on this morning, God, with our hands lifted up and our mouths opening. Saying, God, we ask you to forgive us of every sin, sins of commission, sins of omission, sins of inactivity, sins of too much activity. God, we ask you to just come into our lives on today, oh God. Give us the outcome of an outlook of what we're looking at concerning what we're not doing as far as building your kingdom. As far as coming before you, saying, Lord, help me with whatever it is I need to do to get to know you. God, I ask you on today, God, to just touch every heart, touch every spirit, touch every mouth to speak what God has said. To say if God said it, it's enough for me. To say if God wants it to be done, that's enough for me. If God say no, that's enough for me. If God says yes, that's enough for me. God prepares for the doors you're opening for us, prepares for the doors you're closing for us. God, we know that this is the time that you said there's a shift in the spirit, God, not just in the atmosphere, but in the spiritual realm. God, we come before you on today asking you let this be a day of a new life that we choose to live, God, that's concerning you, of a new life that we choose to live, God, that allows you to be the head of our life, of a new life, God, that we choose to say, God, I trust you as I wait on you. I trust you, oh, God. God, we have so many loved ones, family, friends, neighbors, neighborhoods, communities, up before you, God. All that we don't know, God, as we pray, let them put their name into place. But God, for right now, I'm asking you to cover a possibly like Dr. Cecilia Kaiser. Cover her from her head to her toes, oh God. Anything and everything that's bothering her, ailing her, or trying to come upon her, God, we ask you to put the axe at the wood and cut it out and cancel it right now in Jesus' name, oh God. We ask you to touch your body, oh God, that it would line up and relax, but it would line up with your word, God. That she is healed, God, because of your word that's applied over her from Genesis to Revelation. Heal her body, oh God. Give her strength. Give her peace. Give her joy, oh God. Give her patience, oh God. 
God, I thank you for, <clears throat> excuse me, everything that you're doing. God, I thank you for Minister Margot, God, that even with the situation she's in, she's still ministering and spreading your word, oh God. God, for the time is this, she's needed wherever you have her to be. God, to help bring forth the results that's needed in the place that you have her. Needs to have prayer. Needs to have peace. Needs to have love, charity and love. Needs to have uh, oversight of what if it was me, oh God. What, how would I want people to treat me? God, we just ask you to continue to heal her body. Heal her mind, her spirit, and her soul, God. Don't let her faith fail her now, God, when she's too close to the miracle, God. God, teach us how to pray for one another. Teach us how to pray for one another when in need, oh God. Teach us how to touch and agree with one another, oh God. Teach us how to agree to disagree, oh God. But teach us, God, how to continue with love just because one way go one way, the other way go the other way, God. We still love each other unconditionally, God. God, we thank you for Pastor Troy Thomas, God, as he's leading his service at church right now, God. Thank you for all the visitors. Thank you for all of the guests. Thank you for everyone that's there to encourage him, to look for you, O oh God, yet as he builds the kingdom of God. God, we know your word says in Matthew 6 and 33, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. God, we thank you that you are not allowing the enemy of our souls to attack our minds. For God, your word says, when the enemy rush in like a flood, you will raise up a standard. God, we're asking you to raise up the Holy Ghost standard. That when we in our situations and we stand in our situations, we just turn to you, O oh Lord, and say, God, for you I live, for you I die. God, we live to die, but in the midst of living, God, let us live for you, O oh God. Let us trust you. Let us wait on you. Let us pray for one another. Let us pray, God. Let us set up a relationship with you, O oh Lord. God, when we don't know nothing to say or what to say, we just say, it's me, oh, Lord, fix me. I ain't got time to look for no one else. I don't have time to point fingers at no one else. I'm appointed at me and say, it's me, oh, Lord, fix me. God, because in this time, we're living in a dying world, God, but I want to speak life, and speaking your word is life, oh, God. God, cover us as we travel over this Long holiday weekend. Cover our loved ones of our family members, God, for safe travel. No harm, evil, danger, death, no breakdown, no drive-by, no flats, no blowout. God, let us go where we're going. Let us get to where we're trying to get to. Let us get back home safely, oh, God. Let us be in a place that we need to be concerning where you sent us to be. Let us be able to speak life as you have taught us to speak life over people, into people, as well as we have to encourage ourselves. God, as the rain comes down, God, 
We ask you to wash us as the rain is washing the atmosphere. The rain is washing the streets. The rain is giving life to the grass and the trees and the flowers. God, we ask you to rain on us like that, God. Let your latter rain come down on us, God. Cover us in your love. Cover us with your power. Cover us with your healing power. God, let it rain in our spirit. Let it rain in our spirit, oh God. Let it rain in our spirit that you loved us so much you sent your only begotten Son. God, let it rain in our spirit that if we trust and call on you, you will save us, heal us, deliver us. Let it rain on us, oh God. God, we thank you for the rain. Oh, glory to God. We thank you for the rain, oh Lord. We thank you for the little things that we take for granted. We thank you for God, for that God. We thank you for keeping us in the place of God, no matter what. I trust you. No matter what's said, I say what you say, God. No matter what's being done, I say what you say, God. God, for this month of July, my family and me, we're going to need you so much, oh God, to keep our heads up, God. We're dealing with some things, oh Lord. We just want you to continue to hold us up. Don't let us fall in a place of pity parties. And Lord, let, let us trust you, oh God. Let us look to you for our help, God. Let us look to the hills for which come as our help. Let us look to you, oh God, as a strong tower. Let us look for, to you, oh God, as a strong help. Let us look for you, oh God, as a strong deliverer. Let us look for you, oh God, as a strong healer. Let us look to you, O oh God, as a strong provider. Let us look to you, O oh God, as a strong redeemer. For God, I just want you to know that we love you. We wait on you. We wait on your decision, O oh God. We ask you to continue to bless our sister Sheila's children, O oh God. Open their hearts and minds to keep you first. Turn to you, O oh Lord. No matter what's being said, God, let us hear you speak into our ears, oh God. Teach us how to hear your voice, oh God. How do we just say thank you, thank you, thank you, oh Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. As we reach up to heaven and grab down all of your blessings, Give us the heart and mind to pray that we be in a place to move with your shift of God. In Jesus' name, we pray this prayer. Amen. 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 A song writer wrote a song, and it says, I need thee, O Lord. I need thee. Many of us sing the song. Many of us know the song. But how many of us are living the song? 
I need you. The message today could be, I'm trading in my cane, or I won't. Just as they could be, I can, I can't, and I won't. The message on today could be, are you depending on God? Or are you depending on others? Or are you depending on yourself? To say that I can means to say that you're able. You're permitted to. You will attempt it. You know, growing up, there was a a train that was on a, a program that was set. Yes, I can. I know I can. I know I can. Oh, yes, I can. And the train was willing to try. And so I grew up hearing that choo-choo train say, yes, I can. I know I can. And it was teaching us the willingness to say I can. Whether the train was going over mountains or going up high, Level that said, I can, I can, I know I can, I know I can. I want you to be patient with me as I go through these various examples of I can. Now, I can or I cannot means that I'm unable. I'm not going to deal with it. I'm not going to allow it. It's about feelings. It's about disbelief. It's about doubt. Sometimes in ourselves and sometimes in someone else and sometimes in something. It may not even be factual. It could just be, I just don't want to do it. I just will not try. I already tried that before and it didn't work. So I'm accepting defeat. But remember, many successes and many successful people in life experience failure or failures prior to the successes. Many people that are dealing with failure right now and defeat is because they refuse to try or yet to try again. Some people that are dealing with the can't and the cannot is because they're saying, I do what I want to do. It doesn't matter whether you challenge me, give me a good idea, or you make a request. I will do what I want to do. So I'm not doing this because I don't have the ability or the capacity to do it or not do it. I'm doing it just because I'm right now submitting to the I don't want to or I don't want a spirit. That is an example of what many people are calling an example of the I can't. People have relatives and people that they don't even realize 
that always say what they can't do, so much so to now it's rubbing off on them. They haven't even noticed that I can't spirit has now rubbed off on them. Some people forget that the declarations that we say with our tongue have power. Some people say they can't be polite or they're not polite. Some people have said that other people are meaner than a rattlesnake. Um, I was talking to a loved one who was talking about someone that they had talked to and one minute they were mean and then the next minute they called them back and they were nice and then they talked to them again and they were mean again. But I can't help it. Some people said, I can't break my commitment. I can't play the piano. I can't play the guitar. I can't play the saxophone. I can't play volleyball. I can't play basketball. I can't learn no skills. Some people say, I can't jump. I can't catch you. I can't run that fast. I can't run for that long period of time. I can't ride. I can't swing. I can't swim. I can't change. I can't mislead people. I can't follow superstition. I can't restrict you. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't like those people because they're this color. They're that race. I can't sit. I can't. And then we have the I won't. I will not. But when we deal with I won't, See, I can't is about a feeling. It's about not even trying it. I won't is about a decision, a declaration, an affirmation, an attestation, a decree, a proclamation, or more. Because, see, I can't means you're saying you don't have the capacity to do it. You don't have the depth or the skills to do it. I won't is a decision. It's saying even... Though I have the capacity and the skills, I won't do it. Even though I have the ability, I won't do it. Some people say I won't vape, I won't take drugs, I won't uh, drink alcohol, I won't cheat on myself or significant other, I won't uh, act like I'm depressed when I'm not, I won't be having these private pity parties or the ones that want everybody to come. I won't fake like I'm happy when I'm not. I won't lie. I won't have sex. I won't uh, quit. I won't bully somebody. I won't harass somebody just because of their race or their beliefs. Well, I would like for you to just think about this. Take a moment to give yourself an order but to give yourself several examples of things that you said that you can do and things that you said you can't do and things that you said you won't do say a go. Well, uh, on yesterday, I declared and I decreed that when 
God surrounds you with an I can. There's no room for I, the can't and cannot. Philippians 4 and 13 says, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me, which means all things, which means the can'ts and the cannots got to get out of here, which means the can'ts and the uh, cannots, they, they can't, they will not be seen, heard, or even spoken anymore in Jesus' name. See, in the English language, in in, in the uh, Brown book, they teach you how to write things. They do three dots, which are called an eclipse. It means that there's more. It means that it's so on and so on. There's more to come. Well, even with that, which I wrote on Facebook, God had me to write even something more about an hour later because I was praying to God about common denominators, and I was praying to God about the can't help it, and I was praying to God about um, constantly hearing or even saying, I can't, instead of, you know, the real truth is it's not that you can't, it's that you won't. And so I said, God, teach me how to trade my can't, but I won't. So that when I'm talking to people, they'll know it's not that I can't do it. I just don't want to do it, and I won't do it. So I won't complain. Philippians 2 and 14 says, do all things without grumbling, questioning. And see, there's a difference in asking God and leadership and others for clarity versus outright disrespect in questioning their authority. Some of us have been doing it for so long until it's become a part of our MO. We just we're just combative. We're just um people that live off of disagreeing. And sometimes it's connected to dementia and Alzheimer's disease and things of that sort. And sometimes it's connected to stubbornness. And sometimes it's connected to you really don't respect who you say you respect. Sometimes it's connected to you just always think you are the authority on something. Sometimes it just goes to I'm surrounded by certain people that I can't let them see you be in charge. How many people know that in the Bible, Jesus said, suffer the children to come unto me? That's a humbling spirit where Jesus, the Christ, is willing to listen the children where Jesus the Christ who has all authority is willing to listen people are watching us and they see us walking around with a double minded and we know that a double minded man is what 
that's another message. Romans 9, 19 through 21 says, You will say to me, then, why does he still blame me for sinning? For who, including myself, has ever resisted his will and purpose? On the contrary, who are you? Oh, man, who answers arrogantly back to God and dares to defy him. Thing which is formed, say to him, who is formed, who has formed it? Why have you made me like this? Does the potter not have the right over the clay to make the same stump of clay one object for honorable use? Something beautiful or distinctive. And another for a common use? Something ordinary or mean. So, yes, God decides what's honorable and what's common use. Not we. We don't decide who will be used and who deserves honor. God does. We don't decide who doesn't. But guess what? Sometimes it's a training place. It's a learning place. If you're wondering why you haven't been promoted or why God isn't doing this or that, it could be because he's waiting on the I can't to become I won't or just I can't. The message Bible talks about Romans 9, 19 33, but I just want to share uh, a few of his first voice verses. It says, are you going to object somehow? Can God blame us for anything since he's in charge of everything? If the big decisions are already made, why, say, do we have in it? Who in the world do you think you are to second against God? Do you for one moment suppose that many of us knows enough to call God into question? Well, when I read that, I realized that sometimes in doubt, when I say I can't, it's because I'm forgetting who God is. His word says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He didn't say some. He didn't say partial. He said I could do all things through Christ that strengthens me. So many times when I say what I can't do, it's because I'm not doing it through Christ that strengthens me. Many times when I say I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, I'm saying humbly, I can do this because God allowed me. God strengthened me to do this. How many times have you, have I, just simply said, I will or I won't? How many times 
Has our yay been yay and our nay been nay just because we said it, not because God said it? How many times has the lust of our flesh been the reason why we said I will or I won't do something? How many times if we tell the truth? Have we just said no or yes to something in order to be defiant? It's amazing how we forget that the Bible in Proverbs 6, 16 through 19 says, These six things do the Lord hate. Yea, seven are an abomination to him. A proud look, a lying tongue, Hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that defies and devises wicked imagination, feet that be swift in running to mischief, a false witness that speaketh lies, and he that soweth discord among the brothers. Hmm. I'm going to leave that right there for right now. As we say on my job in different places that I've been in the military, sit this over here in the parking lot for a little while. So just let me sit those things that God hates over here in the parking lot, especially the sowing of discord and the running to do mischief and the speaking lies and the devising of wicked imagination and the lying tongue and the proud look. It is said that there are seven deadly sins, and there is not a mention in the Bible. Some people uh, make them scriptural. They call them the capital vices and the cardinal sins. They don't align with the seven things that God hates, but people say that they do, and although they're not in the scriptures, lust, mm-hmm. gluttony. Mm-hmm. Greed. Mm-hmm. Flaw. That's laziness. Uh-huh. Wrath. Mm-hmm. Envy. Mm-hmm. Pride. Mm-hmm. Those are the seven deadly sins. They even have movies out about them. And some people say that they all are categorized and linked to and aligned to the evil thoughts, you know, the thing that God said that he hates, you know, a heart that devises wicked imagination, that's evil thoughts. Physical thoughts produced by sexual immorality or appetite, emotional thoughts that promote depression or mood swings, the mental thoughts of jealousy and envy of mine. How many people are jealous of their own brothers and their sisters? How many people are jealous of their own parents? How many people are jealous of the very people that they hang out with? Uh, I have a loved one that talks about a friend that always saying how people are jealous of her. These young people so jealous of her. You know, they go and have all this 
cosmetic surgery because people are jealous of them. Well, if they're jealous of you, why are you doing the cosmetic surgery? That's a whole other message. See, when we spend time worrying about and doing the things that God hates, that means we're not spending enough time in prayer. We're not spending enough time focusing on the love of God, the agape love of God. We're not spending enough time asking God, how can we be a blessing? We're not spending enough time asking God, how can we perfect our fellowship and relationship with him and others? How can we spend enough time, God, learning you, learning your ways, learning your will, learning what you want us to pray and how you want us to pray, how to be totally submitted to your ways, God, to your word, God, to your thoughts, God, to your everything, God, to your desire. Because, God, I want to love like you love and how you love. You may say, how do I know what God loves? Well, I'm going to give you an example of some of the things God said in his word. God loves a cheerful giver. And I'm not talking about that cheerful giver that gives attitude. Because to be honest, when uh, my loved one had told me about another loved one just being outright rude and to them, I said, but that's the place that we live in today. This person has always been rude and nasty like that. But now it's popular to be rude than it is to love. And it's growing worse and worse every day. People shoot people to kill them because they think that they created the ability to decide who lives or dies. But I don't see nowhere in the word that God said, let us, man, in our very image, and let us tell man that they have the authority and the right to decide those that we created when they can just wipe them out. That's a whole other message. But see, God loves a cheerful giver. So let's give a lot. Yes, let's bless people, but let's give a lot with our tongue. Let's give life with our actions. You know what else God loves? He loves his creation, his people, his followers, sinners alike, Christians. He loves them all. He talks about how he gave his only begotten son because he loved the world. He talks about how he showed love, and he has showed it to us even when we were sinners. He talks about how he wants us to love the Father that has bestowed his love upon us. It talks about how God loves those that obey him, those that do the right thing, those that treat others fairly and right. Mm. Did you talk to somebody that was rude and that spirit jumped off on you? 
Mm. Just a thought. Thank God is teaching me his faithfulness. He's teaching me about his love. He's teaching me about the power in my thumb to get rid of so many of the act, all the excuses, all the lies, all of the things that the world teaches. God's word says that we are more than conquerors. God's word says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. God's word does not say I can't do all things through God. You know, Jesus who strengthens me or God or his Holy Spirit. It doesn't say I can't be more than a conqueror. So why are we sinning? Why are we forgetting the confession of what we say depicts and displays and exhibits and demonstrates what we believe God's word says? You know why I say I won't complain? Because God said for me not to murmur and not to complain or grumble. So since God said it, as Minister Sylvia prayed it, that settles it. So now I'm walking in the promises of what God said. This is generational. So if I say I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, I can do it. Many of our parents, our grandparents, our great-great-great-great-grandparents, our uh, lineage for hundreds of thousands of years, were told by NASA what they could and could not do, the various tribes of what they could or could not do. But the word of God says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So whose report are you going to believe? And because God said, let us make man, one man and man in our image, after our own likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowls of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, over every creeping thing. God said that we have dominion over. And what is it that you are doubting that you're over? Because you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. So even if you lost it with the first Adam, Jesus has given us the ability to have it restored. God is perfecting us. Jesus has already restored us. God is perfecting us. Let's seek God, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added, the blessing, the favor, our inheritance. That's what I love about God. See, in this world, they talk about the prodigal son who asked for his inheritance, you know, in advance, and then he came back and and got some more. But see, the inheritance that we have with God, we get it right now. And in the sweet by and by. 
Where do you know that you can be a king under the king? Where you can be the Lord under the Lord and have all of the blessings and the benefits that go with it. Why? Because you have been given dominion over the I can. Yes, you can. Because I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. You have been given dominion over everything. So is it I won't do it or I can't? Can't is dealing with failure and defeat because I, I don't think I have the capacity. You don't, but God does. Because I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I won't complain while I'm doing it. Because all of the successes in my life more than likely had a failure or failures preceding me. So as I'm learning to change my conversation, I'm learning to challenge others to do the same. Power in our thoughts. Because God said so. He said, if I speak it, it shall be established, and it will not return unto me void. So I speak his word. I declare his word. I decree his word. I say what God says until I believe it. Because I say, God, I believe, but help God my unbelief. God, I will wait patiently on you. God, I accept what you allow. Because even in the days of John the Baptist, the violence taken by force and prayer and supplication and faith in God and being humble before God Many people call Christians and different people arrogant and vain. But it's because many times we're boasting in and of ourselves. Instead of saying, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. I'm successful because of God. The things that I can do is because of God. The things that I've been through is because God carried me. God showed me. The things that I say is because of God. The things that I believe is because of God. Not because of my own intellect. Not because of who I know, but because of God. God gave me favor with the king. I'm going to share a quick testimony in my life. Many of the failures was because I was chasing the dollar or I was chasing the thing or the person or the open door. But when I learned to chase God, to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, 
When I learn that I can do all things through Christ, that strengthens me. When I learn that no weapon formed against me shall prosper, and every tongue that rises up a thou shalt condemn for this is the heritage of the Lord. When I learn that there's a time and a season for everything. When I learn that I was created in his very likeness and image, and that Jesus Christ came and he paid it all, and that God perfects those things that concerned him. When I learn the power of his word that shall not return unto him void, so it can't return unto me void because I'm trusting in God and his word. I learned that I'm yet learning to replace the I can't with I want. And to replace even many times the I want with I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Who's strengthening you? I'm going to put a pen in that and leave it right there. Who's strengthening you? One more time. I can do all things. I can do all things. Get it in your spirit. I can do all things. I can do all things. Christ. That strengthens me. Amen. And thank you for your word. Minister Sylvia, I turn the program back over to you. Thank you, Lord, for the word on today. Thank you for reminding us to the woman of God that we can do all things through Christ Jesus. She said we can do all things through Christ Jesus. She said get it in your spirit because it's in the word. I can do all things. We're going to get rid of I can't and I won't. We're going to get rid of that. We thank God for his word on today. Lord, I thank you for the ears that heard and the hearts that received the word on today. For some, it was, it was some meat, and for some, it may have been some milk. But for all that listened, it was the word of God that came forth on today. I want to say if there's anyone on the line that would like to make any comments at this time, please do so. The lines are open. Okay, well, we're so grateful for those that was listening in, those that are on their way to church or on their way from church or traveling to the loved one's house. We thank God for his word on today. As we travel through this holiday weekend, keep God first. Make sure you keep God first. For God is love, and we are God's people, for he loves us so. I just want you all to remember that. Our foundational scripture is Matthew 6 and 33. For seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. We want you all to know that we are here every Sunday morning on Blog Talk at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are here for the listening ear on Smile 3E, Iron Shopping Iron, that this may grab a hold to your heart, 
and that you will let God dwell in your heart and be your Lord and Savior from this point on. If you come back tomorrow night, on Monday night, it is uh, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time program, and our speaker tomorrow will be Dr. Serena Wright. We will be here, so please share the word. It should be Facebook Live as well as Blog Talk Radio. If you desire to come back on Friday night at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I, Minister Sylvia Kaiser, will be your speaker to hear what the Lord has said. We want to just know that God has anointed and appointed this program, and we know that God is a true, loving, forgiving, and restoring God. We ask God for everything that he has for us to give to us. And we ask God to prepare us to be in a place for the doors that he's opening to us and the ones that he's closing for us. Ask us to be in a place to receive the understanding of what he's removing and who he's removing out of our lives. We want to just say, God, have your way, not my way. God, I lead by your guidance, not by my leadership. As the woman of God said, you made man in your image, not man made us in our image. So we want to take that and we want to understand that God is the God that none can stand before or stand beside or stand up against. God is that kind of God. So we want you all to know that this uh, lesson of today was for each and every one of us. Please receive it. Please receive it. No fingers pointed. There's information given to be receivable, be teachable, and receive the word of today. So we just want to say, while it's raining outside, ask God to rain on you that way. If you don't understand, God is cleaning the atmosphere. God is cleaning the atmosphere. As the smoke comes from Canada, God is cleaning the atmosphere. Ask God to clean your spirit like that. God, take all of the poisons out that has abided in or tried to abide. I ask God to do these things for me personally. As we pray, we can pray one for another, but learn how to pray and ask God to do what he needs to do for you. It has to be a personal invitation to God concerning your life. In Jesus' name, I thank God. Thank God, thank God again. Amen. It's back in your hands, Apostle. Amen. God, I send you all. God, I send you all. I can humble myself. God, I send you all. I can love my neighbor like I love myself and what I love God, I can do all things. God, your word says I can do all things. Through Christ, this word of I can do all things, I thank you for It's personal for each and every one of us. The revelation of I can do all things 
in Christ. That strength is up. In Jesus' name. Amen. And amen.